0: I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is the Mutant Ages, fresh off Disney World, back to podcasting about every adaptation of the X-Men. What's up? Back when we were young.
1: This is another level of Kingdom Hearts. We yep. are in the X-Men world now. Yeah. Which...
0: And Donald and Goofy are also here <laughs> with Oh, us. my
1: God. Can you imagine? And they have if a this lot is of thoughts like, about X-Men, okay, animated series. If there was a Kingdom Hearts game that dove into other Disney properties and one of them was the X-Men, it's like... What would they be wearing? Would they be wearing X-Men costumes?
0: I mean, yes, I guess. And also,
1: my other question is, <laughs> who would join the party, Cyclops or Wolverine?
0: Well, maybe both of them. Sometimes a couple people join oh, yeah, the party. Oh, that's right. Uh,
1: I forgot they do two now. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Not all the time. I'm, Sometimes it's just one see, person.
1: No, But isn't there, like, a plot line that has to happen that, like, is based on the movie or whatever, or the movie it's right. from? Right, so
0: are they joining the live-action X-Men movie? In that scenario, I guess... Well, they Rogue? wouldn't do the Fox
1: property. I don't know. I don't know. They, well, I don't know. Would it be. After, wait, no, honestly. The,
0: the X Men get absorbed into the MCU. In a future Kingdom Hearts game, we're going to have Star Wars and the X Men. That's right. all definitely going to happen in the year 2030 Also, they to
1: take the biggest plot line, which would be like the actual Dark Phoenix plot line. So you would have to battle Gene Gray.
0: Yeah. That makes sense anyway we hey. watched another episode of x-men the animated series and this episode is called nightcrawler and you know what we've seen it before a lot of times for some many reason. times
1: this is one of the episodes that we always watch before we go to see an x-men movie i don't, I don't know, know why. why that is <laughs>
0: but because th- is it like one of your favorite episodes or something? Like,
1: it, I mean, it is. And it's one of Katie's too. And remember when we had our X-Men parties in our teens, like mm-hmm. we would always watch this episode. I, I don't know why. I think it's because it's kind of like an absurd episode, but it's also like very enjoyable. Yeah. Right. I would, I would find this episode to be something that I laugh at and I find the characters funny. And, and even though the scenario that they're in is completely absurd Mm -hmm. it's still kind of charming in a weird way. And I don't know why that is. And I don't know. It's also one of the very first episodes I taped onto a VHS tape when I was a kid. So it was an episode that I could easily play back and put it, you know, put in the VCR and watch it again.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's also like it has your favorite characters in it, right? So that helps. It's got Rogue, Gambit, Logan, and then Nightcrawler's introduced in it. And that's like ryan's favorites i mean i don't know am i wrong so like i'm sure that I also mean, no and we all to... know
1: that uh nightcrawler and wolverine are dating canonically so there's that too
0: i mean this episode definitely makes it seem that way so I mean, there's oh, that it's,
1: uh, well i don't know wolverine's <laughs> motives in this are fucking insane. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, he, we'll talk about it. So, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: so I but guess... first,
1: <laughs> previously on the X-Men. So, okay. it is season three of the X-Men. We have done the entire Phoenix Saga and the Dark Phoenix Saga, and then there's just been a bunch of random episodes that aren't related to anything, including Iceman being a piece of shit, and then uh, a whole side episode about Cyclops fighting and arguing with his dad. Mm-hmm. And then... A pretty good episode about the juggernaut and Professor Xavier's history together,
0: which was supposed to be set in between the Phoenix Saga and the Dark Phoenix Saga. And it took us way too right. long to figure out that the entire premise of the episode made more sense when viewed through that lens. But that's yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes this shit happens.
0: I mean, basically, season three's been airing out of order, and we've just kind of been watching it in the air order as opposed to the actual order because we just. Have been doing that for yep. no real reason. And we are—we
1: have also reached the point in the X Men: The Animated Series where, well, I guess all the episodes we're going to see. Sometimes there's, you know, two or three parters, but the overarching plot theme that's about to stop. It's going to mm-hmm. be kind of monster of the week, or in this case, mutant of the week. Mutant of the of week, the week. <laughs> which is fine. Mutant alarm. <laughs> mutant alarm. You know what? Let's just start this episode entitled Nightcrawler. Do you guys know what it's about? Because I don't.
0: It's about a character called Day Creeper, my favorite It's about X-Men. Rogue.
1: What is kind of about Rogue?
0: It kind of is, a little bit. But it's mostly about Logan, I guess? Uh, we'll get to it. So it starts out with a bunch of spooky organ music and an owl hooting and a group of villagers. It's basically like the beginning of the live-action Van Helsing movie that oh, Hugh Jackman was I thought you were going to say
1: Castlevania. Or Castlevania. Or like... Castlevania,
0: yeah. or like I don't know, any vampire movie basically where there are a bunch of villagers with pitchforks and torches gathered around a church. Right,
1: that's how the opening of Twilight goes, right?
0: It's like also how the middle of Beauty and the Beast goes. There's a that's... lot of movies that okay. use... Okay,
1: <laughs> if there's anything that resembles Beauty and the Beast, it's definitely this episode. It
0: is though, it is. Anyway, so the group of villagers are talking about nightcrawler obviously but you know we the viewer maybe wouldn't know that yet and they're and like they have
1: german accents
0: mm-hmm, i'm not gonna i can't do it but they they have like extremely ridiculous german accents. i mean a i could do a german too. accent
1: where they're just they kind uh, of have
0: like transylvanian accent i know right, it's supposed exactly. to be german it's but, suppo- it does but doesn't that's really what
1: cut. it goes back to the series doing like other countries poorly in a, <laughs> uh, yeah in a very stereotypical way i don't know it's yeah, very I mean, like, this, strange
0: suddenly this episode is like set in medieval times basically oh yeah in that's terms another thing of, it's, like, it's like that episode of dress
1: right it's like that episode of apocalypse when they were flying around the world and when they went to france and in france they hadn't like discover the automobile yet
0: yeah and they were like wheelbarrowing around a bunch of things and they were like peasants like i don't
1: know at least in this episode they try to like come up with a reason why people are like that which they're like these people have never left this village before. They don't know about the outside world. So yeah, they don't have modern technology.
0: really weird. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just another one of those X-Men The Animated Series In 1999,
1: things. we don't mm-hmm. know what the outside world is like yet. They
0: don't. They don't have the internet. So they're screaming at each other about how they saw a demon and it had fangs. Yeah, they're like...
1: The demon, the the, the demon that's out there. <laughs> you know, we they're must doing
0: destroy that. him. And then there's we like must a dramatic- destroy the demon. <laughs> you know. Lightning flash and lightning reveals Nightcrawler on top of the church. And then he like crawls into a doorway and a woman sees him over her shoulder and screams. Don't know why
1: he did that when he could have just teleported it and avoided like this could. entire situation.
0: I have a lot of questions about like Nightcrawler's mo in this episode, which I guess we could just get to as we go. But it, it definitely feels like- he as a character is being set up as both wanting to hide himself from humans but also not at the same time and it's not really clear what whatever anyway so this guy who i guess is the police chief because everybody calls him the chief shoots this laser gun at nightcrawler because they can't have bullets on this show so they have to have laser guns even though it makes no sense that this town that is isolated and has no technology would have a laser gun, but whatever. Other dudes have like pitchforks and sticks and they start trying to beat the shit out of Nightcrawler who somehow, in the course of dodging the laser blast, ends up in the middle of the town square and, like, is a target. And so he runs away. And as Nightcrawler's running away, he, like, basically runs on walls, like, for longer than anyone reasonably could. But whatever, that's fine.
1: Well, he he does have the ability to stick to walls, kind of like Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, so, like, they show that. And then he gets to a dead end. But throughout all this, he's not using his teleportation power yet. He's He's just acrobatting around so then he waits until the attackers are basically about to get in before he finally cashes in on like that power and teleports himself away so i guess it's like we're supposed to think that he's trying not to use his powers in front of people but also like
1: who cares we've already seen you walk on walls and we see you as a blue demonic entity i i don't know what the teleportation would mean for anyone other than them going he disappeared
0: yeah, so they're freaked out by that. And so then Kurt, just by himself, is like emo in the castle being like, they know not what they do, which is, you know, Jesus's last words. Pretty dramatic, you know? Anyway.
1: A little too much. But... <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, the X-Men are skiing. Well, some of them are. Oh, and...
1: my goodness. And it's like, okay, so we have Rogue and Gambit.
0: Okay, so apparently the premise of this is that Rogue and Gambit went on a skiing vacation together but took Logan with them for no reason at all, like other Logan,
1: than they both wanted to fuck him. That's the only. I guess? Well, I,
0: I mean, I. It seems like Gambit is upset about. It. Okay, so like this scene starts with everyone pissed off at each other, and like we don't really know why. Like they're all three of them are just all. I would argue angry. that Rogue
1: is pissed off at everyone in this episode for the whole thing.
0: Yes, she is. But so is Gambit. Like they're all really mad. Like it's just the three of them being pissed at each other, really. And so she's mad because Gambit's not enjoying the vacation and then Gambit eventually is like, I didn't know we'd have a chaperone and like points to Logan who's suddenly revealed as being the third wheel on what we up to that point thought was just like a romantic getaway for the two of them. I, I mean, mean Logan, I, I
1: love this concept of Logan crashing their romantic getaway though because it's classic. Let's it be real.
0: pretty great, but it's also like what, why is any of this happening? It's just like a classic X-Men setup. And so Logan's like, this ain't my you fun and then rogue goes hey hoser i thought you liked to ski and logan goes <laughs> this is sitting around drinking cocoa and getting funny looks from rich people because like they're not really skiing and rogue is like well next time plan your own darn vacation and she storms off and gambit okay, goes so after so basically
1: her. logan just invited himself a lot to bitch about the vacation they were on
0: i mean Maybe, but I of interpreted it as, like, also, did Rogue what, invite him? Or what happened here? Like, how did any of this happen? I would, okay,
1: I like the idea that maybe Gambit invited Logan and then didn't... And then Rogue... Or, or maybe it was a situation where Gambit invited Rogue and Rogue was like, uh, I can't go because I don't want to accidentally touch someone and take their <laughs> mind. And then, like... <laughs> But it was like, all right, well Logan, do you wanna go and go Logan's like, you and me in a ski lodge? Fuck yeah. Where I'll bring the beer. You know where we will be, not on the slopes if you catch my drift. And then rogueliter's like, actually, I will take you up on that. And then Remy being like, I never invited Logan. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it feels like some sort of weird love triangle scenario happened or some sort of miscommunication, but all we see is just the beginning of all of them fighting with each other. And all we can do is imagine what led to this absurd scenario. So then elsewhere in the ski lodge, there are just two random characters who are talking about a demon. And one of them is like Must be some local yokel superstition. And then Logan walks up and just puts his arms around both of them and is like, tell me more. Tell me more. Which Which is, is like, creepy as heck. Also, like, like, what is he
1: doing? I know. And also, he's, like, gonna go demon hunting, which... There's a lot of weirdness with Logan. In this where he just yeah, has decided that he's gonna kill demons. Don't know why, and then also either. screams about you know mutants are mistreated and that he, men are evil and that I was like, is this like a whole thing about himself where he's hunting demons because he can't deal with himself? I I don't know what I mean, is I think going that's on here.
0: Maybe part of it i i do feel i mean one funny interpretation is just that logan is horny and so he's trying to get his aggression out so he's like sure i'll just hunt whatever I'll slay some weird demons. animal these people are afraid the of demon slayer but i also initially interpreted this as logan hearing about another mutant and being like let's go help them but like it's kind of unclear throughout the episode like what he I mean, intends not by really this because he
1: actually does try to kill everyone he's i don't but know he
0: does that After he thinks they're in danger. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense, but whatever. It's fine. Meanwhile, Gambit is trying to warm back up to Rogue. They're hanging out by the bar. And he's holding her gloved hands, and he's like, I'll make it up to you. We'll fly to Monte Carlo, eat nice, lie on the beach. And then Logan runs up and slams a bunch of money down on top of their hands and then leaves. (laughs) Which, like, I I don't even know why he does that, but it's really funny
1: where the hell are you going? And Logan's like, I'm going demon hunting.
0: (laughs) And, And Rogue is like, what hunting? And then there's a scene of Logan like skiing down a mountain really, really well and super fast. Yeah. And then Rogue skis up next to him and is like, how far is this place? And she says the name of the town, but I can't understand what the fuck the name of the town is every single time someone said it i tried to figure it out And it, just it's, call it
1: transylvania
0: it may as well be it sounds like new herzog or something
1: new, new hort hog i don't know
0: it's it's i swear it's a different town name every we're single back time in the character animal says kingdom
1: it. right now and we're looking at the herzogs
0: we're looking at the town werner herzog so then wolverine goes why you quitting and rogue is like maybe i could just fly us there like literally why are we skiing there
1: i love this <laughs> and she goes it's getting kind of late and she's like we should turn back And Logan's all like and spoil gumbo's fun And, and we just
0: Gambit's see like screaming. falling like Screaming mountain. Like he's like Screaming <laughs> and, into a snow and t- drift And then he's like we don't, we ski, don't much ski much, in the, much here in the
1: bio I know I know and then Logan has like Great line where he's like man goes up goes up against magneto what takes him out a pine tree
0: yeah because the next shot is gambit falling again into a tree which he somehow managed to explode using his powers as he grabs onto it which is like jesus gambit (coughs) (laughs) kill everybody and anyway that triggers an avalanche i actually don't
1: understand why he's having so many issues balancing when his whole deal is about like super balanced. I can't imagine that he would suddenly lose that on a pair of skis. It's not like he's snowboarding where he has absolutely no uh control. I mean control. snowboarding
0: would probably be easier because more balancing is involved actually. Maybe
1: I I just kind of feel like he It doesn't make sense for him not to be able to ski. It would make sense for somebody like... It kind
0: of does to me because you have to know how to, like, turn to stop. So it's basically the same as rollerblading. Like, either you understand how to do that or not, and you do have to learn.
1: But Gambit is somebody who's, like, incredibly well-balanced, and, like, I would think that he would just be trained to do all this shit.
0: I think it's just funny. I mean, it doesn't okay, really fine. matter that it doesn't fine. make any sense. I like sense. how I'm
1: annoyed by <laughs> this. And you're just like, please move on. I, I,
0: you're not wrong. Like, why wouldn't they all be relatively good at skiing? And why would Wolverine be the one who knows how to ski. I mean, I guess he's from Canada.
1: That's, that's what I said to it. I had questions and then I'm like, well, I guess he's from Canada and that must be where they're pulling this concept. I feel like
0: it would actually sadly make more sense if rogue were the one who didn't know how to ski, but I think they probably just didn't want to do that. since she's like the only woman in this entire episode. So that's weird enough. as it is. She's
1: already kind of playing the straight man to every character who appears in this episode. So Mm -hmm. she kind of has a different role to play here
0: yeah so anyway Rogue grabs everybody to try to save them from the avalanche doesn't quite make it Wolverine has to dramatically bust them the rest of the way out of the snow and then in the distance he sees there's this big building looks like a castle but it's actually a monastery
1: Dracula's castle
0: may as well be so Rogue wakes up inside this castle there's like a dramatic shot of her on this stone tablet thing and there's a monk staring at her and Rogue goes what in tarnation and meanwhile she's (laughs) still wearing her like Full body snowsuit, except only the arms have been ripped off of it. Which I don't really know why, is but okay.
1: <laughs> and also, I have a question. If they transported her in here, did they all manage not to touch her arms?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Maybe like Gambit insisted. Well, Gambit is the one who's knocked out. So maybe he's carried one in Oh, wait, Wolverine no, you're right. Because Logan in.
1: is there. Well, Rogue was knocked out too, apparently. And it was just Logan who was fine.
0: Yeah, maybe he just put on some gloves and carried her in. I mean, he's still wearing his snowsuit, so that that's true. Tracks. That's true. I
1: thought it was the other dude. but, okay, but like, so Why
0: did Rogue's arms of her snowsuit get ripped off and everyone else's snowsuit is completely fine? It makes well, no sense. Well, for sets. all we know,
1: Wolverine's clothes all ripped off and then were put back on to get into that cutscene. We don't know. We'll never it's, know.
0: It's true. It turns out everybody's clothes were actually ripped apart and then had to be <laughs> repaired. Re-sewn together. I know. So, the monk says, do not worry. This is home to 20 members of our order. We minister to many ski accidents victims and then logan walks down the stairs and rogue asks how gambit is and logan's like he'll be okay and the monk is like praise be to god and then logan sniffs and it sniffs that somebody is like listening in on their conversation and he's like, Who's the Snoop? And this guy pops up from out of nowhere, basically like frowning angrily like, at everybody. He's just
1: like hiding in the shadows, waiting for somebody to notice him,
0: and just basically instantly establishes himself as the villain of the episode by scowling at the main characters right off the bat. And yeah. the monk is like, Ah, oh, brother Reinhardt, please show our guests to the visitor accommodations. And Reinhardt is also, by like, the
1: way, Reinhardt is a Castlevania character. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> he's
0: also an over watch character I mean, oh it's like my a God. classic <laughs> video game name anyway reinhardt which one's is hotter like,
1: you you can write into us at the ages at gmail.com
0: it's a fair question and so reinhardt says this reinhardt isn't particularly hot for the record he he needs some serious uh brow maintenance <laughs> to yeah, yeah,
1: i mean i don't know Among he's other just
0: things.
1: <laughs> he's, he's uh, <laughs> some like therapy maybe yeah he also needs therapy
0: so reinhardt goes brother is it wise to have strangers at this terrible time they're not the usual travelers and then monk the other main monk whose name I don't even know and I don't think they ever say it but he goes those in need are always welcome please have faith in our mission and rogue somehow didn't figure it out until right now but goes y'all are monks so <laughs> <laughs> like they're wearing monks robes and they're in a monastery I not
1: think about how and absurd like 10 that minutes was
0: later rogue is like wait a second you guys are monks and then her next sentence is oh my god is, I'm the only woman here, which, like, oh my God. No,
1: immediately through this episode, she's like, "Wait, wait, I'm the only woman here? Oh no you can't all <laughs> Look at me and it's like Okay bro calm down I know You're horny it's it's really like, funny I don't though. I don't blame her she's gotta be horny Cause all she could do is masturbate right so it's like I know
0: it's like literally all she has Anyway the monk is like yeah So would you be kind enough to put something More pr- appropriate to wear During your stay I know, a woman's I th- arms Apparently are oh my God. gonna be Too much for them I don't know I right. just found it hilarious
1: I know, and this Her response is like wouldn't want to turn you all lawn or something like that <laughs>
0: Basically, So then there's a dramatic shot of Nightcrawler, like in the rafters of the building. And then we see like this monk Not cafeteria. getting turned yeah. on
1: by a rogue because it's his sister, but we don't know that. Not in well, this episode. none
0: of them know that at all, but.
1: No, well, that's true. Okay. It's
0: a real Star Wars situation where nobody knows. It really is. Knows.
1: Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, oh well, no. Well, luckily there's
0: no like weird sexual tension between them in this episode at all. There is weird sexual tension between Kurt and Logan, but that's completely completely acceptable. Oh, I think you're going to say,
1: like, Reinhardt and, like, Kurt. Do you think so? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Kurt okay. and Logan, for sure. But, like, not those two. I was making a joke. Did it land? I guess not.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, at the Monk <laughs> Dear cafeteria. audience, did
1: my joke land? A thing you never do. Alright, anyway.
0: <laughs> Rogue is wearing a monk's robe now, and it looks terrible, and the main monk guy is lecturing Logan and Rogue about, like, the monastery, and... He says, you should take care where you walk. The doors on the upper levels open into thin air. The abbey was heavily damaged during the war. I have no idea what war, by the way. Like maybe, Nazi maybe Germany, like World War Two, okay, because that's know, a but it's... really fucking long time to go without repairing the monastery, guys. Like that's well, decades Well, it would explain ago. why
1: people haven't like left the town this entire time. If yeah, it's like been they basically since just World War Two and they just for never. Fifty years, except like... there's that ski lodge where people are coming in casually, and it's obviously a different time period
0: yeah and like the ski lodge is completely modern and they're like boy have you guys heard about that crazy town where people still think demons are walking around and are trying (laughs) to kill them with flames and pitchforks. That's weird. Anyway, I love the ski lodge where we have all the modern amenities.
1: The monastery is also like we keep on taking in victims of the ski lodge and we're like, okay, I don't know. It's like, okay,
0: so apparently there isn't actually any medical facility at the ski lodge, which is really scary. So we just send them to this town
1: of crazy people. That's what we're doing.
0: We're just sending them into this isolated town that's like wildly bigoted and like everyone still wears medieval clothing and like there's (laughs) (laughs) probably No medical knowledge, like based on what we've seen. <laughs> anyway, so I should go
1: help this village, you know.
0: This this is a pretty fucked up premise, but anyway, Rogue turns to the monks and goes, "So, besides praying and ministering, what do you boys do all day?" Okay, and that
1: just sounds like Rogue it's to be so sexual, like I know so... Rogue being like, "So, do y'all like jerk off do together, y'all fuck
0: each other, or what?" <laughs> and a monk with glasses just goes our mission is to give shelter (laughs) yeah he's like yes but after that we give shelter and comfort to all travelers and then the main monk guy is like and of course we offer a place to renew one's relationship with the lord and logan like wildly misinterprets this comment and is like being close to heaven didn't help us this afternoon and it's like he didn't what? mean that, like being on a mountain, on a mountain. was going to make you closer to God, Logan. He meant like the monastery itself. I don't know. Okay. Just, like, a like, lot a of, Logan
1: doesn't seem to understand religion at any point in this episode, including when he starts preaching it, which is also weird, but we'll get it is, there. but that's
0: the very end. Anyway, the main monk is like, Have you lost your faith? What is it that you seek? And Logan just goes, Action. for instance i hear you've got a demon hanging around here and then a dude in the background like drops a bunch of
1: plates staring at them <laughs> i laughed really hard because really like funny. he's like i hear you have a demon around here and then there's like a five second sequence of this dude dropping all <laughs> like the plates and they're plate. shattering where and he's like whoa <laughs> and then the guy turns around and he's like no we no, don't have that no, here no demons no. here no It was it's kind of ridiculous but i love it
0: yeah and then for like one second rogue is back in her her snowsuit again and is like i'm gonna go check on gambit and then like a scene later is in a monk's robe so like that's just an animation error anyway someone else in a monk's robe is like prowling around gambit's room and i think at first we're maybe supposed to think it's rogue but then it pans out and you see them like going through a bunch of uh bottles yeah and they pour some liquid onto a rag and the liquid is like steaming fumes and then rogue enters again and she's wearing her robe and she just goes oh hey reverend i didn't expect because like i guess she calls monks reverend because rogue doesn't know anything and the monk turns around and throws the bottle at her and runs which away. explodes it's, by the explodes way it explodes into smoke and like i don't even know what that bottle is i guess it's poison I, I, I
1: thought it was. That's what is it called when you chloroform, chloroform, but it would. It, but chloroform may, I don't doesn't know. do
0: that, it's like a smoke bomb. Suddenly, I guess I we just have to assume it's poison because that's maybe, the only thing Maybe, that, maybe like, it was explains. like a different vial
1: he picked up because there were a whole bunch of them, so he could have just picked up a bunch and thrown whichever one, yeah, hoping it threw, would work out. He
0: quickly threw the smoke bomb at her and not. Well, the luckily, poison it definitely model.
1: was not Reinhardt.
0: I mean, it like clearly must be who else would whatever. it be?
1: Also, I think they're also trying to pose it to the honest at this point that maybe it was Nightcrawler because his face is in shadow. Definitely. So we don't know what's happening. They're like, oh, maybe this is the demon. Mm -hmm. Who's the demon?
0: Somehow after this point, Wolverine already knows that all of this happened, even though there's no time for Rogue to tell him that information. That's kind of right. weird. So, like, we just have to assume that at some point here Rogue relays this to Logan and he knows because otherwise <laughs> his behavior is completely absurd later. But so Rogue runs after this person and tears off her robe again and is like, can't catch nobody wearing this thing, and she flies off. And then another monk sees her, and I I guess this monk is Reinhardt. I don't know. It's just some other random guy. And he's like oh no, and then says a line that I could not decipher what the fuck he was saying, and I watched it like six times. So I don't know (laughs) what his line is there. He says something like, they mustn't hurt the demon, but I don't know if that's the line. It might not be the line. We'll just go with that. But if it's Reinhardt, he wouldn't say that. So maybe it's like just some other random monk saying that. I don't know. The episode's animation is not the best. Uh, No, because this
1: is like where she's flying, and then one of the shots, her gloves are just not there, and then Mm -hmm. they're back again.
0: Yeah, it's stuff like that. We used to make jokes
1: about that back in the day. Be like, coat there, coat gone, streak there, streak gone, hat there, no hat. You know, like. Yeah,
0: it's like all. This episode is full of of, uh, inconsistencies like that, but it's also just confusing narratively. I don't know why we love it so much. Who can truly say? Anyway, rogue flies through some rubble and then shouts tight fit to no one and then runs out of door. <laughs> also
1: another sexually charged comment. I know, Her just right? going,
0: so tight. And then like poses sexily like for To no nobody. One. Yeah. I know.
1: Winks at a camera.
0: She runs out a door, and it's one of those doors that opens into thin air because, like, part of the building's been destroyed. And for some reason, she doesn't just fly away. She instead, like, teeters on the edge for a second. And then a monk runs up and quickly grabs her, and it's Kurt. And they both fall, and Kurt teleports her onto the ground safely. And he's like, you're safe now. And then Rogue sees his face and gasps, which is, like, kind of a strange reaction because...
1: They're I mean, mutants.
0: They're mutants, and also, like, Beast is one Beast? of their best I friends. Know, I was,
1: I, want, I don't like, know.
0: kind of know someone who's blue and looks like. And they unusual. kind of know
1: somebody who could turn into metal.
0: Yeah, like, they know about mutants. So, her gasp here is really strange. And then Kurt goes, please, you do not understand. And Logan leaps out of nowhere and immediately tackles Kurt and starts, like, hardcore trying to kill him for, like, the I next know, three I know, minutes. Which is
1: crazy, because I don't know why Logan... I mean I guess you're right That he must be really mad About the Gambit thing But
0: Yeah because later He mentions it And seems to already know And think that Kurt Was involved oh In trying to I kill Gambit I didn't
1: put Piece those things together Until you had to Explain it to me and I've seen this episode Like a bazillion times
0: Well I mean I was stopping and pausing it Like every five seconds To take notes On what was happening But during this initial scene When I saw it I was like Why is Logan Trying to kill Kurt Especially because I mean because that was my reaction Kurt keeps interrupting him And saying I do not wish to fight And like tries to shake hands With Logan Logan, and logan accepts the handshake and then flips kurt over in like a wrestling maneuver like into a wall it's so and is much. like you and me are through dancing mr demon and then the main <laughs> monk runs up to them and is like you can't he's my brother and then there's like a look, dramatic it's like, fade out you
1: don't look similar and it's like okay thanks logan we we get it That's yeah just, like
0: in the next scene they're like back in gambit's sick room and gambit's just lying there and this is when Logan says that line where he's like, You don't look related. And the monk is like, Brother, in the ecclesiastical sense, he's a member of our monastery. And then Kurt is talking to Rogue and he's like, I'm sorry I started you, Frau Oh, I, I thought you were going to be like, Rogue.
1: Rogue just stands up. She goes, Wait, we're in a monastery?
0: Wait, you're all boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rogue is like, It's okay. I didn't know you could do whatever it is you, that you did. And Kurt is like, Teleportation. I think of a place I'd rather be. Look to it, and I'm there. And Gambit just goes, Gambit would rather be in Monte Carlo.
1: I <laughs> think you can get, is just, just like in the background, complaining this entire episode. It's
0: honestly pretty funny. And Logan it is. just screams, Enough small talk. Are you the guy who attacked Gambit? Which was the moment when I realized that apparently Logan knew about that. And like, Oh my
1: god. And, and also that? just decided to kill this dude. I don't know. Logan's like, I'm going to go demon hunting. I'm going to kill the demon. I'm going to kill the guy that like was trying to kill Gambit, which to me, again, reads... That maybe Gambit invited Logan on this Trip and then like <laughs> then Rogue Kind of shoehorned her way in and, and like and
0: Logan's just like horny and Alone and is just like yeah. I need to take My aggression out on an acceptable like, target At this
1: point jerking off is not Enough for Logan
0: it's just weird Because it feels out of character to Me that Logan would be like this Much of a hothead I mean I know that's his Whole thing but we haven't seen any evidence it also That Nightcrawler's attacking somebody,
1: guy. Yeah and it also attacking somebody who looks Different from him which literally yeah, Later on in this episode, he, like, calls that out about himself, so it's it's strange that he's even doing this.
0: I know. I feel like it would have worked a little bit better if the setup, like, if Rogue going to Gambit's room, if it had just been Rogue and Logan together doing that, it would have made more sense. But they just didn't do that. Anyway bad storyboarding i guess for this episode a lot of animation errors uh so the monk responds of course not brother nightcrawler is a man of god and rogue is like but you are the demon we heard tell about and meanwhile there's a guy listening outside who i think is reinhardt again it's kind of hard to tell because all the monks look exactly the same right. which they're is another problem this episode and they all have beers and they're all bald so it's like okay anyway Nightcrawler responds And he's like In a manner of speaking Yes Like yourselves I am a mutant But unlike most mutants My condition was obvious From the moment I was born And by the way The guy outside Seems surprised To hear all of this So I guess we're supposed To believe that Reinhardt Somehow didn't know That Nightcrawler Was hiding at the monastery This entire time Even though Some of the monks Completely knew about this But I guess not all of them Yeah I don't know
1: Or maybe they did know And they I don't know Maybe Reinhardt's new Maybe he's like the new kid Maybe
0: I mean, again, I feel like I—I I don't know why I enjoyed this episode so much because, like, in recapping it, none of it actually makes any sense. You know what? But this is whatever. like Reinhardt
1: just failing his frat hazing. That's what's happening.
0: Basically, the hazing process is—you have to like the demon guy we hang out with, okay? You just have to uh-huh. like him. He's so likable and adorable. That's true.
1: He's very charming. Anyway, so
0: now we get a little flashback to Nightcrawler's mom giving birth, and we don't find out <laughs> who his mom like, is. It's, at it's at actually first. really
1: crazy because we get to see the full childbirth process, and we so we're like, there's, wow, it's
0: really dangerous." We see the doctor helping yank the baby out. It's yeah, really there's a blood death. flying everywhere,
1: and there's mm-hmm. people screaming, and the guy standing next to the woman going, "You're put, you're holding my hand too hard." <laughs> anyway,
0: anyway, after that twenty-minute scene, suddenly there's like the, another shot of the fire and pitch. Works outside and like the mom looking at baby Kurt in the blanket. So I guess it's like people in the village heard about him and now they're coming to kill the demon baby or what they think is a demon baby. And yes. then it shows his mom. I mean, it just goes through this, all of this really fast, really fast montage. And Kurt is sort of monologuing and he's like, the villagers drove my mother away for bearing such a freak. I never even knew her name. And then we, the audience see his mother transform into mystique and we're yeah. like, Oh cool. That's revealed to us, but not to Kurt Wagner. that's also not
1: revealed to him in this episode
0: no it isn't and he's like she abandoned me but i did not die instead i was found by a family of traveling performers i became nightcrawler the star attraction of their little circus and we see like kurt flipping around on a trapeze with these other circus performers and having a great time and then he's like but when the spotlight went out i was still an outcast shunned and hated and then we go back to the present day and gambit is like yes there's no peace for the wicked
1: Uh, thanks (laughs) gambit
0: rogue is like gambit and then kurt has this like absurd response where he's basically like he's right all people are evil because everyone (laughs) has a capacity for sin no one likes to be reminded of their oh you know what you're right
1: this just you know this validates xavier as a human being he's allowed to be a piece of shit
0: I mean, basically, but Kurt also has this idea, you know, this idea of of accommodating or, like, being forgiven for your sins or whatever. I don't know. Accepting that you are a flawed person and overcoming it.
1: I don't know. This is a strange interpretation of what they have in this religion where, you know, you're supposed to be forgiving for your sins, admit them and be forgiven. But in this, Kurt's kind of like, well, you need to commit your sins. You need to get them out and then you need to be (laughs) forgiven. It's like, no, no. (laughs)
0: yeah it's like a little weird too because as far as i can tell kurt hasn't actually committed any sins other than how he looks but he's kind of like well i look like oh yeah he's fucked everybody in the
1: monastery
0: no not canonically (laughs) (laughs) but like according to this monologue he's like talking only about his appearance i don't know it's sad and so he concludes it by being like my appearance does not make it easy and then logan goes Don't it make you crazy? And Kurt goes, it did once, but then I found peace by devoting my life to God. He directed me to this place where they value the character of my heart, not my appearance, which is not entirely true, but we'll get to that. Logan goes, (laughs) what are you talking about? We're mutants. God gave up on us a long time ago. And Kurt is like, no, my friend, God does not give up on his children, human or mutant
1: now i i'm just gonna apologize to our (laughs) listeners who are probably getting tired of this very long conversation about god it's like it's very long and if you are somebody who's religious i apologize if i'm accidentally insulting you but it is a very very long conversation about god
0: it is it is i i'll skip the rest of it so meanwhile gambit crosses his arms and shakes his head and rogue punches him which is a pretty funny shot
1: actually think that's a really great in character moment for the both of them.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Logan just goes, Don't give me that easy garbage, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, I don't need a sermon from some circus boy preacher and storms off storms off. And then Rogue goes, Looks like he touched a nerve. And Kurt is like, I'm sorry. And Gambit's like, Fine. Now Gambit got a question. If you're not the guy who tried to put me out for good, who was? Like, obviously, Reinhardt, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, Reinhardt's to in the back. Reinhardt. No, this Reinhardt. time, Reinhardt.
1: No, I was gonna say this time, Reinhardt's in the background, dropping all the dishes.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's actually like away in the background, talking to the villagers, being like, Guess what, everybody? Nightcrawler's at the monastery. Let's go kill him. Okay, so this is the moment is in like, the
1: mo- Oh my god, a movie. This is the moment in the TV show where I was like, Man, we're already like near the end of this episode of this story. I, like, blew by how did we get to this point you know
0: i know and it's i feel weird like they just met Nightcrawler
1: like a hot two seconds ago and they're already going to the end battle
0: i feel like they waste a lot of time on like the skiing scene which is funny but then also you know, they waste fine. a lot of time I'm okay on like okay with that because it's very funny talking i know that part maybe doesn't all need to be in there but they decided to keep in like a full no, right. five minutes of nightcrawler preaching to us about god
1: Uh, Yeah, honestly. So anyway, Reinhardt is doing the Gaston thing where he's Mm -hmm. literally screaming, we must go kill the (laughs) demon. And everyone goes, oh my God. Can you imagine rewriting that song about Nightcrawler?
0: I mean, it would be really easy to do because that's literally what this scene is. Yeah. And they like march up there with their fucking... yeah. Yeah, it's all that. So Logan is in the chapel just looking around by himself. And Kurt comes up and is like, you're searching for me? And Logan's like, nah. Looking for a moment alone. And then Kurt With continues you, to lecture baby. him. <laughs> this scene is kind of romantic and cute. Kurt is like, we're like you and I, angry at the world and ourselves. My pain drove me to see God. Yours drove you away. And Logan is still like, stop talking about God shut up <laughs> and Kurt is like no I only have one character trait in this episode and it's to talk about God and blah, blah 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 and Logan is like I used to bind all of that but I've lived too long and done too much and Kurt's like life will okay, always be hard this goes on for so long wait, but, guys
1: when he, Logan said that I was like what it's like there's no point in time in Logan's okay, okay. history that he also, can even remember he where he was a remember. religious person.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like this I don't show... remember him being
1: a religious person. The closest he ever got was sort of it, like maybe some Native American, like maybe he subscribed to that a little bit to the like, mythologies when? of that. But that is not the same as what's happening here. And so it's just very strange that he's all like. I gave up on God a long time ago because he didn't show up to my birthday. And it's like, wait, (laughs) what?
0: It's like, what is this? Because Logan can't remember anything from his past. I mean, I know they've retconned that a few different ways on this show already. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, This monologue from Nightcrawler ends with him being like, open your heart, Air Logan. Would it be so hard to see the world through different eyes? And then a monk runs in and is like, "Nightcrawler, everybody's here trying to kill you again."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like, Logan turns to Kurt. It's the weekly mob. They're coming like, here just. <laughs> sell. the weekly. <laughs> it's a Girl Scouts. It's the weekly mob coming to sell murder.
0: Yep, and Logan turns to Kurt and is like, "What's God's purpose in that, huh?" And Kurt is like, "This town is isolated. The people know nothing about mutants. Perhaps I'm here to open their hearts." And then he so goes. The- I must leave, so no one will get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like okay. And then Logan wait, actually does wait, make I fun forget- of him for that because he goes yeah. running away, preacher. What's wrong? Lose your faith? And then Kurt decides to like stay. I guess because That's the next crazy. scene is him praying by himself.
1: I know, and he's like praying to the book and he, to the book to the Bible. You know that he's book like, <laughs> that that one book, and he's like. God, I do not know what I have done. Why Please must show they always me the, hate me? Why, why us? they always hate me? Please show me the way. And then the wind dramatically blows open to a page in the Bible. Not that we ever find out what it is. I By mean, the way, is it
0: the page that he gives to Logan later on? or? I sure hope
1: not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, So then the villages are Tramping through the woods with Gaston Rogue is up on a balcony okay, watching them it, With binoculars. It is not Gaston
1: because this man Is not as, as attractive as Gaston By it's a true. long he's shot. he's
0: not And Rogue is also not wearing like a huge Yellow ball gown. Anyway Logan's also There he is wearing the ball gown I was gonna say wait like, in this scenario <laughs> Rogue
1: is not Belle. Logan, no, is. Logan
0: is And so Rogue goes remember Logan These people aren't bad they're just scared Be careful and, and Logan goes Careful 50 against 2 and then Gambit pops out from behind a corner and goes "Toi, mes amis," don't you know? Gambit's ready for anything. And Rogue goes, Wait okay, so you I guess, sure? I, guess
1: wait, I guess in this situation, Gambit is Lumiere." I don't know. I don't um, know. But
0: then Gambit like immediately collapses into Rogue's arms and goes, "As soon as the room stops spinning." And I was like, "Gambit, that was just you setting up an excuse to fall into someone's arms." But okay. I know,
1: one hundred percent. And I was like. Please fall into Wolverine's arms.
0: I know, right? So then meanwhile, Nightcrawler's like looking out a window while someone throws a rock through it and it's like <laughs> screaming at him. And like Gambit runs out onto a balcony and immediately makes the situation significantly worse by throwing a charged card into the crowd. And then like several of them. Everyone starts shooting at him, and he, like, runs away like, oh, no. And it's like, what did you think was going to (laughs) happen? It's like a completely belligerent crowd with weapons. And Gambit's like, I'll just throw a card down there. Oh, was that that not what I was supposed (laughs) to do?
1: Wait. (laughs) <laughs> Wait this charge card that looks like Magic like I yeah. just did literal Magic
0: like he is a mutant Or sorcery and like I don't has, know You know black eyes basically And is like throwing a bomb Into a crowd and is like oh are they mad About this okay gambit anyway I guess So anyway the villagers break down the Door they find Logan on the stairs Who's like first you got to get past me because Now all of a sudden he's like in love with Kurt And like wants to protect him with his Life and which then, is
1: crazy Because a hot, like literally know, like five minutes Huge ago turn
0: I know but whatever fine they, they love each other rogue does this dramatic pose where she's like hiding in buy a painting like as though she's posing in the painting and then like flies out of it and ties up a bunch of villagers and then two of them grab her arms and they get zapped by her and she starts yeah. like screaming what their oh, thoughts are yeah she's like we gotta protect our children we have to protect them from the, the beast the we have to kill them. we have to kill the demon
1: <laughs> you know like you know do the rogue thing <laughs> she where she screams, screams when she that loses that her mind yeah and, yeah. I'm glad that I reenacted collapses. it for you
0: thank you and then Logan's like you're everybody too with his claws You're out welcome. but still trying not to kill anyone and he's like i'm trying not to turn you bozos into hamburger no back off and so then the villagers some of the villagers approach the monks and the monks are like you know us please listen and this one lady villager is like where's the demon hiding and then nightcrawler teleports in and he's like i'm not hiding and then all the villagers scream and immediately run away and then
1: yeah, Also, Kurt didn't need to teleport to do that I know, He, he could have uh, just like,
0: walked up there And been like, hello And they would have still screamed and run away anyway like, so That would have been
1: way more comical And I kind of wish that would have happened
0: so then nightcrawler teleports them to the library and somehow this is the first time the monks have ever been teleported by him because they're shocked by it and are like oh they're here they're not
1: not shocked by the teleportation they're just shocked because it turns out they have a library
0: (laughs) they're like wow we've never seen this trip before (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile gambit is whining in the background that he's not enjoying the vacation It's like like,
1: shut up gambit (laughs) not the time also you just made you caused this to get yeah, like worse You
0: literally instigated this battle dude <laughs> so nightcrawler goes out onto the balcony and the monk is like what are you gonna do and kurt's like i will surrender it is the only way to prevent anyone else getting hurt and then right walks up to him and shoots him from behind and kurt manages to teleport away but the laser blast Sets everything on fire I don't even know
1: well I guess he must have Shot the dusty old library books And it's just all caught on fire
0: This is why laser guns are so dangerous Right so Reinhardt and Kurt are wrestling each other And Reinhardt's like you've corrupted This place I must purify it And then like somehow over the course of the Battle Reinhardt falls off the edge of the Balcony and is like hanging over the edge and Kurt specifically saves him And is like unlike Gaston Yeah (laughs) basically because the sort of like, just
1: thrown that piece of shit off the roof, you know.
0: I mean, I think the beast. I'm trying to remember how that movie actually ends. I think Gaston falls anyway, and the beast just can't save him in time. They do like a classic Disney thing where the hero doesn't have to actually kill the villain, and the no, villain destroys it's, like the beast, it's
1: Gaston climbs back up on the balcony or whatever and jumps on the beast and attacks him. And the beast just throws him off, and that just throws Gaston off like the
0: entire the balcony. balcony.
1: Yeah. Yeah Yeah. And honestly it's not even clear if Gaston dies Because there's like a pool of water below So we don't really know
0: Mm -hmm. Anyway Reinhardt doesn't die because Kurt drags him back up there And he's like it's not for me to judge you Brother Reinhardt The question is how will God judge you this is the fruit of your labors, not mine. And he like gestures to the fire, and then suddenly Reinhardt realizes that he's an asshole, like instantly, and starts freaking out. And he's like, "God help me! I was wrong. I've sinned." And then Kurt hugs him, and then
1: like, <laughs> and everything's okay. He's forgiven. Black.
0: And then the next day, the building is like totally dilapidated and burned, but like not completely destroyed. And so Kurt walks up to Dan I mean, and, and Logan. It wasn't a great condition Logan.
1: to begin with, apparently. You know, like,
0: half was missing from the war <laughs> you
1: anyway, know the war
0: so kurt walks up to them the X Men and is like thank you my friends your presence here was a great blessing and logan's like what do you mean look at this place we blew it and kurt goes i disagree brother reinhardt understands his mistake and has repented the townspeople no longer look at me with fear in their hearts there was no loss of life those are reasons to be thankful and rogues like what about the monastery and kurt is like a great tragedy but it was only stone and mortar the foundation god has built in our hearts can never be destroyed and logan oh, goes oh my god, i don't Get you, and then, yeah, Logan's like, fucking Bible. (laughs) I've marked down a few passages for you to read, Logan. Remember, different eyes. So, like, his stupid quote from before about Uh, looking through things with different eyes.
1: Okay, Logan, I've highlighted a few passages for you Because I know you can't read Anyway uh,
0: So in Paris, at Paris, under the Eiffel Tower Gambit and Rogue right. are having ice cream together and Gambit's, Gambit's like, still
1: wearing a ski costume still <laughs> Or ski outfit, I should say Rogue's wearing a hot outfit, though
0: mm-hmm. And Gambit's like, back in the civilized world And Rogue is like, I don't know Those little monks were starting to grow on me and That's because she
1: wanted to fuck all, all of them, all of them.
0: And Gambit goes face it Cher Those monks were kidding themselves We're on our own in this world life is random Deal you a full house or a busted flush And Rogue just angrily walks off And Gambit's okay, like what did I say
1: But also I whenever I first heard that Oh my god when I first heard That line Delivered by Gambit it like he I, mumbles years, it really
0: badly. I, thought I had he to watch said, it multiple times to I get know, it. I know,
1: and I know it says they kid themselves, but it really honestly sounds like the monks killed themselves. Like, <laughs> for, like they all just had a suicide pact after that, and it was fucking weird. I mean, okay. that's what it sounds like. It it's does. so bizarre. It is. Or, or or, maybe they all burned in the monastery. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what Gambit's saying because his accent is out of control. Well, here. it's
0: mostly just that the actor is mumbling so much. The main part that I couldn't understand was deal you a full house or a busted flush, which as far as I know, that's not even like a phrase anyone says. I don't know. Says. I see it. Like, well, I don't Gambit know what does. a busted flush is. I guess it's like, it's not a flush. It's... But then it's nothing and you just say oh, a bad hand. <laughs>
1: yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Also, I thought he said busted lip for a while. I don't know. You know
0: it, I I might be wrong about what he says no, here. No, I think it's busted
1: flush because it's it, it would like make sense for a gambit. Yeah. Right. To make some sort of like card joke.
0: I mean, maybe busted flush is something, or maybe he's saying something else here, and I just we just can't understand what he's saying. I'm so gonna quickly listeners can Google write in. <laughs> what
1: busted flush means. Yeah, now I'm like anything. worried I'm
0: wrong. So anyway after uh, Rogue A busted away, flush
1: means in poker a hand containing four cards of the same suit and one of a different suit.
0: I mean, I guess. Okay, okay. So I guess it's like no, I, I, a flush. No, it can't be. A flush has to be all the same suit. So I basically, the, I think it
1: actually means no because. To the informal usage is a promising person or thing that turns out to be unsuccessful.
0: Right. So it's basically like instead of getting a flush, you have one card that's wrong. So it's right. a busted flush, I guess. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Okay. I didn't know that, that makes phrase.
1: Sense. Okay. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Does it all need to go in here? We don't know. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Rogue is walking down the street by herself and he's and she's like, what if he's Right. What if there is nothing else? Okay, newspaper- I really think was going
1: to start seeing part of our, your world there. <laughs> what if he's right? What if there is nothing up here? I want to be where the humans are. Anyway, a newspaper
0: blows into her face and it says in <laughs> French that there's a restoration like church. It literally church. blows into her face. Like literally, because God is involved. Oh well, no. And so she goes into the church after seeing it on a newspaper that blew into her face. And Logan is Praying in there and I didn't write down the entire Prayer because at this point I just didn't Fucking care anymore but it Ends with I will trust and I will not be Afraid which is yeah, the end of whatever prayer that is Logan
1: finding God which is Bullshit
0: and then he like Stares up at the ceiling and smiles And Rogue is crying in the background And it's like <laughs> why
1: I forgot about she that She cries
0: she wipes away a tear
1: <laughs> She's like sobbing in the background And Logan's like I finally Found inner peace because I found God And it's like it's Logan like,
0: no you just met a boy you wanted to have sex with That isn't yeah, finding Yeah you just got blown
1: by a, a blue dude <laughs> That's all that happened you get that happening every day You're kind of into it because you know you and Beast like do that Occasionally so whatever
0: <laughs> It's just okay so I guess we have to Talk about politics which you know There are a lot in this episode there They're just are. really reductive and like Simplistic
1: Well, okay. First of all, I want to talk about the fact that this is a '90s TV show <laughs> and a cartoon that had religion in it as like an open subject, which is something that you almost never even see on cartoons now. Like you see made-up religions, but you never see somebody go like, literally specifically handing being, like, another
0: character the Bible, picking up the Holy
1: Bible, and being like, "I mean, unless you know, it's a like kids
0: specifically show. a Christian cartoon that's like." you know, the characters, that's specifically what the purpose of it is. Like, I feel like there are kids shows that are like that, that are like, you know, for Christian kids. But
1: Yeah, those those cartoons are very strange. Um... (laughs) But yeah, this is a little unusual that there's just like
0: suddenly an episode where Wolverine is literally handed a Bible and it ends with him in a church praying. Like, I don't... I don't know, It's this is part of what we find so funny about the episode when we watch it over and over again, or at least, like, But that's... who is this
1: episode for, is my question. It's like, who, like, was it, it was it paid for by, like, the Catholic no. Church? It's like, no. what?
0: <laughs> There's no way! Yeah, There's the so many passages in here. Episode. Yeah,
1: the Pope sponsored X-Men, the animated series, no. Nightcrawler.
0: I don't even think this is Catholicism, because it's, like, a monastery, so it's just sort of, like, this unnamed religion... Of Christianity. I don't know. Anyway, it almost like doesn't matter because we sort of have these two stereotypical kinds of ways to be Christian, which is like you have Reinhardt who's like interpreting the passages in a very bigoted way. And that's absolutely how you can interpret some of those passages, like in our real lives. You can absolutely like look to the Bible and be homophobic or whatever. And like that's one way to interpret it. But then you also have people who are Christian who are just like, I'm going to ignore those things and only interpret it as God being about love and accepting people and taking in everyone and like those teachings. And so you have like the main monk who takes Nightcrawler in and is like, this is what it means to me. And I mean, I think it's like maybe kind of cool that they're presenting those two perspectives and like Nightcrawler kind of represents That half of, I mean, there are certainly like people out there, marginalized people and like, especially queer people who are like, I've decided to take a version of religion that still resonates with me. And like, these are the things I've picked and chosen to keep and I'm going to ignore these other passages. And that is obviously not us, but there are certainly people who feel that way. And I feel like Nightcrawler kind of represents that perspective which i'm not like against that as like representing that as so- in something no, I'm, a show. I'm
1: not but this it's... isn't
0: a good episode and the fact that it ends with wolverine being like you know what the bible's pretty cool It's like the corniest shit i've ever seen in my it's life it's not even corny so... it's just
1: fucking weird like yeah. it's not it doesn't make any sense not for logan or or something to be like that's why i'm like If it were, like, a Christian or Catholic cartoon, I I would get it with it. Like,
0: suddenly it is that, though. But that's what I mean. It's like it ends with them,
1: like, finding the Bible and finding God in the Bible. I'm like, that's kind of missing the point of the X-Men. But maybe... Maybe it's trying to say that maybe finding some self, it's not about like the religion itself. Maybe it's about the religion you create for yourself and the respect you find for yourself. Cause in this whole episode, there's a lot of Logan. I mean, now he's doing the whole demon hunting thing, but all of this is his own inner tor- turmoil about him looking like a demon and him being manipulated by I mean, man like and him part. having no hope for anything and that he f- finally finds some inner peace with himself by finding his own personal religion that would make sense to me. But it to be very specific to the Holy Bible, that's weird. But I can find him like finding peace, just like, you know, him becoming a samurai makes him find peace. Like, you know, he yeah, or like, like Logan
0: would be into meditation and shit like that. Like, I can't really yeah. see him going into a church and feeling comfortable there. So like, it, it does make sense throughout the episode that he's sort of rejecting that. And it doesn't really make sense that it suddenly turns around at the end. And he's like, you know what? I freaking love God, guys. Like, I don't know. It's really weird. And it also feels contradictory with everything that we know about what kind of person he is. I would kind of buy Rogue at the end being, like, searching for meaning and, like, that's all the character for her. and into the
1: church. And I, I could see her... Like, even... she's also,
0: like, you know, from a different part of the world and remembers her past and stuff. Like, she maybe like, grew yeah, up in a more religious part of
1: I would I would believe that if South. she were, like... Yeah, I was she's like I grew up in the South and I just need to go find God again myself. Yeah, like it's that's, like I would, would be believe that to
0: me as for her as a character, but for Wolverine it's like the dude doesn't even remember his past. At the dude all. has
1: lived all over the fucking country, all over the fucking world. I know like he's lived world.
0: in so many different countries and like what little he does remember, it's like it's hard f- to imagine him gravitating towards any one organized religion like given his life experiences. So why wouldn't he just I, I don't know mean, this really version strange. of wolverine's
1: can be kind of dumb i mean he gets captured by weapon x by following into like a, a you know a yeah like a tiny <laughs> hole that he could have climbed over yeah and or whatever, then, like, whatever. also
0: even within this episode he's just like i don't know he suddenly gets really pissed off and decides he wants to kill someone and then he's like wait just kidding he's I like killing's God. <laughs>
1: bad god's great yeah ah, you know <laughs> Anyway, I, don't know.
0: I guess that's it for politics. I feel like this episode is still really fun, but I really couldn't tell you why. I mean, I
1: don't understand the politics of the fucking town itself and why it's medieval. But up above them is a ski lodge. Don't understand that. You know, the only thing I could think of is if they are just like role players who have decided to live <laughs> there full time,
0: like really fucking big in the role real players. world because also, they've been. Like, they... The rest of the real world has discovered mutants and like. Aliens and everyone in this town is like, there's a blue guy and we hate him. And it's like, yeah, geez, guys, uh, come on. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't have anything to add to that other than like maybe Logan wanted to
0: fuck find Kurt.
1: God, so he like he, he or so he had to find God, so he could just go through the frat hazing and have to fuck all the monks. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do kind of buy that Logan would see a situation like this and be envious of what Kurt has even if he doesn't understand it, like I I do buy that aspect of his character where he's like, well, here's someone who has found a path to self-actualization and he's done it through the Bible. So like, maybe I'll try that. And like, it won't work for Logan. We already know that. So like, it's kind of tragic in a way because we know this isn't going to like be in future episodes. So in that sense, it's like actually kind of sad because it's like, he's trying this on because he saw that it worked for someone else. But like, it's not actually going to work for him, you know? Right. Oh, well, anyway,
1: I'm done with politics forever. Do maybe
0: you want to do. Who's that? X-Men.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Okay. Uh, ready?
0: Okay. Who's, Who's that? X-Men. X-Men. Is it Nightcrawler? Yes. <laughs>
1: Yay. Um, kurt
0: Wait. wagner
1: yes they were doing tea? nightcrawler okay so oh my god want some tea should we even explain that no <laughs> just, just go listen it to our, you know you can leave it in there it's, you know what just go listen to the warcraft valley podcast which okay, is great. the x-men fan fiction that katie and i are reading and it's very funny i don't know if we got into the tea part yet. i don't think so probably not um, anyway <laughs> Uh, by the way, Nightcrawler's number 10 on Ryan's oh, Top 20. Oh, cool. Uh, I fucking love Nightcrawler. He's, like, one of those characters that, like, I don't relate to because I'm not... I mean, like, I'm religious in my own way where, like, you know, I'm very about universal yeah, you balance. you like
0: meditation and, and stuff. Yeah,
1: and, you know, finding inner peace. Like, I do all that stuff, but I don't, like, have, like, a, a big god necessarily. I just kind of, like, believe in universal balance. But uh, I do like to relate to him because I feel like I he is kind of like a goofball like I am. And also like always has a good line and like, or like wants to say something funny and is also kind of jumping around all the time. And is very acrobatic. And I, I've always kind of related to Nightcrawler on that level. Um, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, sort of being different, but just kind of like making peace with it. Like that. Plus, that's, you're blue
0: I'm, and everything. So yeah, I'm perfect. blue
1: and I have fans, my eyes glow, and have a tail. Yeah, so um, like
0: those are the main similarities.
1: But like right, other than that, sight.
0: you're nothing like him. Yeah,
1: no. If anything, I'm more like Jubilee. <laughs> but like he is the other one that I've always <laughs> like. If I had to choose somebody from the X Men to be the most like me, it's Nightcrawler. And also, how useful would it be for me specifically to have teleportation? I would stop fucking being late everywhere. No, I would. I'd still be late, <laughs> but. <laughs> I would spend even more time doing bullshit and then leaving later. And you'd be
0: like, I can just teleport there. And then you'd like,
1: I think in that situation, everyone else would be so much more angry than they would be because they would be like, Ryan, you can literally just teleport. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just so late. They're like, you literally didn't even need to drive.
0: (laughs) Okay. Anyway, tell Uh, us about, okay.
1: Um, Okay, so Nightcrawler, his real name is Kult Wagner, which is also the name I used in German class because I'm a giant fucking nerd. Cool. Uh, we had to we had we had to pick like well actual yeah we names. did that
0: in French class too right but we so. didn't need to just
1: pick a last name I was the only one who did that so
0: wow okay
1: yeah uh so anyway his teleport wait his abilities wait wait okay wait. his abilities include teleportation fencing. Uh, that's not really like a, an ability so much he's just a really good fencer uh, he has enhanced <laughs> flexibility and speed he has night vision his tail uh his ability to stick to walls and apparently he can camouflage in shadows which i don't know if that's correct or not but apparently it is
0: maybe he could um, u- use his like tool that makes him have different appearances whatever that thing's called to do that
1: oh his image inducer
0: yeah okay
1: no i don't think so but there's like a fun little thing in here about that that okay. i'll talk about well of course oh, so, anyway okay i will ahead. mention that he does have an image inducer where he had like I don't know who created it. I think Xavier did where it's like pretty what,
0: early on he has it. So
1: Yeah, and it, it's it's a whole part of his character originally in the old old like eighties comics where he put on this like wristwatch thing that would make him look like a human. Mm-hmm. But like it was just like creating like a holographic version of himself around himself. So like nobody would see see that, but they Like, in later comics, they got rid of that. He would just be Nightcrawler. But this is when he was still, like, not comfortable being himself and everybody was still sort of in hiding about who they were, which is of heavy politics to think about it, you know, like, be like, I'm going to put on this costume of somebody else or I'm going to look like something that I'm not, you know? Mm just to hide who I really am from the public because it's kind of dangerous. Yeah,
0: I mean, that was definitely like a big deal for Nightcrawler stories in those early comics where yeah, he's, he's disguising his appearance and stuff.
1: Right, and in X-Men Evolution, they actually use the image inducer for most of that series whenever he's out, whenever he's out of public, and it becomes like a point of contention where uh, later on in that series, the X-Men are finally outed as mutants, except they people don't know that Nightcrawler is one of them and like because he's wearing his image inducer and so he keeps on being like oh i i gotta go and they're like hey aren't you one of the mutants too he's like no i just like kind of see them and talk to them sometimes i'm a normal human see and like kitty's like fuck you like yeah <laughs> it's I mean, like i think you know it's i think it's an interesting point because Nightcrawler is all, like when he goes and makes that transition even the comics he's like i just you know i i'm so scared of what people think and i just want to feel normal because i don't ever have that you know mm-hmm. and i'll never have the chance at that but he later on kind of accepts himself and so i think that's just a really interesting point but the image inducer is like a huge part of his early storytelling and i think it's important to note mm-hmm. so here's some fun nightcrawler history in terms of his publication dave Cockrum originally created nightcrawler while he was in the united states navy and he was like up one night, like in the middle of a storm, and it was too slee- too noisy to sleep. So he just kind of sat there and thought up a character. And Nightcrawler was like this character that he created, and he was a demon from hell who was like who fucked up a mission or something, and he had to go back and in- to the real world and face punishment. But he decided to stay in the human world, um, and he was supposed to be like a psychic to potentially another character. Uh, and at that point, like the only costume he wore was like like a pair of trunks and he just kind of looked like himself the way that he is now. But, uh, Cockrum submitted that character to DC's the outsiders, but the concept was dejected. So then he brought it to Marvel. And because Roy Thomas was creating the multiracial group of the X-Men, he added Nightcrawler and made him German. So it's totally crazy to think that Nightcrawler would have been a DC character and, It kind of makes sense because it fits a lot of DC's weird demon bullshit that they do. Like, he does look like a DC character.
0: Yeah, Uh, he does. That is weird.
1: (laughs) It is weird, but it also, like, I'm glad he came to the X-Men because he ended up becoming such a huge pivotal part of the main X-Men team because people loved him so much, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point I just think of him as being such an X-Men character that it is I weird bet to DC think about... is,
1: like rolling over in their grave on that one. though. I be mean, like, fuck, we fucked that one up. <laughs> well, they so... probably feel
0: that way about a lot of things these days, but that's also the yeah. thing.
1: Uh, anyway, that's, yeah, that's totally true. Uh, not Shazam, which is apparently fantastic. Yeah.
0: I want to see that anyway.
1: Me too. Anyway, um, so Kurt was born with unusual characteristics and he was found by, Mar- I don't know how to pronounce this, I think it's either Margali or Marjale Sarzos and she discovered him an hour after his birth next to his supposed dying father that was later brought into question and it was revealed that Mystique threw him down a well after being chased by a mob for being an abomination and that the true father was Azazel.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: uh or margley she brought kurt to a small bavarian circus that she worked for and let him live there where nobody gave him any bias because it was like i don't know again it's like time displaced i guess germany is just still in the (laughs) 1900s and there's like a fucking sideshow circus in the middle of the woods somewhere
0: yeah um I mean that kind of makes sense for when Kurt Wagner was like originally introduced to the comics which would have been like the 60s right so it's like he's growing up it's like no he was
1: introduced in like the late 70s early 80s okay then yeah I don't know I I don't don't I really don't know (laughs) I mean maybe the 70s makes a little sense but I don't know how old
0: is he it's not like I'm trying to imagine like if he was growing up in the 1920s but like no I don't know I mean that would
1: be a much more interesting story for Nightcrawler if they did like no he would have had
0: to have been growing up in like the 40s I I can't, I literally otherwise can't even he's remember. too
1: old anyway but yeah um so Margulay played the role of his foster mother and that that's basically his mom at this point i know mystique's actually his mom but she's like his mom mom mm-hmm. um and so when he was in the circus he performed as an acrobat and the audience all thought he was just a human in a devil costume eventually the tex millionaire millionaire andros jardine bought the circus and they drugged kurt to put him into the freak show but a different young mutant free nightcrawler. And after that nightcrawler left the circus, Kurt then went to look for a stepbrother, Stefan, who is marginally other son, who supposedly had slain a bunch of children. Uh, and this is in the, this is in that town that this is supposed to be taking place. Like it's not called the same thing, but it's kind of like the same concept the same
0: type of isolated, weird town where like crimes yeah, are just being done. Right, all the Right. Right.
1: Pretty cool. much. And Stefan was actually killing them because they were demons in disguise. But when Kurt went there, like the name of the people of the place was, Okay the name of this city was called Wizendorf. by the way <laughs> great. So, uh, <laughs> great. Kurt went to stop them But the people there assumed Kurt's appearance meant that He had been somehow uh, involved With slaying the children So they came to attack Kurt and While they're all going to attack him They all of a sudden like, get paralyzed by Professor X Like X-Men 2 style wow. And he comes in and he's like I've come to recruit, recruit you to be part of the X-Men Nightcrawler and Nightcrawler's like Okay <laughs>
0: No other way out of that situation I know. and also
1: like Xavier once Again I mean I get this he stopped Them from killing an innocent Man but like still I don't Know oh,
0: whatever it's fine who the fuck
1: knows okay So then uh Kurt went to go tell Marjorie of Stefan's death, but she was not around, so they don't know where she was, and they couldn't tell her, but she eventually found out about his death and assumed that Kurt killed him and basically cursed him until Doctor Strange was like, no, here's the truth. And so, Kurt and Marjorie reconciled, and then Kurt met up with their his other foster sister, Jemaine, who went who then at that point went by the name Amanda Sefton, who we see a lot in the series and Kurt and her start dating. Uh, And this goes on forever. And it's a little weird because they're like sister and brother, but not really. It's kind of like a Brady brunch thing going on here. (laughs) Uh, During the battle with Shagrin, the short Shagrin, the sorcerer nightcrawler is teleported to a bunch of other dimensions, including a place where you, you first meets the Banffs, which are all the tiny little nightcrawler people and then while fighting nimrod a tactic to defeat the to defeat nimrod backfired it immortally wounded nightcrawler kitty and colossus barely saved him and his ability to teleport would make him incredibly weak from there forward whenever he teleported so like he could do it but then he would be like unable to do anything else um and during the mutant massacre this was used against him where Riptide managed to like put kurt into a coma um when nightcrawler recovered uh, he found out that all the X Men died. They didn't. They all faked their deaths and went to Australia. Um, and Kitty, him, and Rachel didn't know this. So they just thought all the X Men were dead and they joined Excalibur, which was led by Captain Bill Britain at the time. Uh, eventually, Nightcrawler rose up and led Excalibur. And during that time, he had feelings for Megan, but Megan had feelings for Captain Britain. So Kurt kind of pursued a relationship with this other character, Cerise, for a little while until she went on trial with the Shi'ar. Because that's what the fucking Shi'ar do. They just just show up and put you on on trial. trial. And then, like, they're like, we're going to put you on trial to see if you're innocent or guilty. You're guilty! Uh, (laughs) uh, Shi'ar aren't great people, by the way. Anyway, uh then Amanda Sefton shows up again and she joins the team and they like date for a while until she has to go and like leave to lead Limbo and so she hides the soul soul sword inside of Nightcrawler, which is relevant like ten years later. For a while, Kurt, Kitty, and Colossus find out X-Men the X-Men are alive and they're really fucking mad at them for not telling them that. Or not Colossus. Oh my god, Rachel. Oh, maybe Colossus was there too. I can't remember. I don't think he was. <laughs> uh, I know that Rachel was mad. Uh for not telling them about the fake deaths. After Captain Britain and Megan get married, Kurt then rejoins the X-Men along with Kitty and actually takes up a leadership role with that team. Since he wants to continue being a priest on the side, he decides to share his leadership with Archangel. Seems like a fucking weird choice to me, <laughs> but that's the thing that happens. Uh, And then Kurt then later finds out that he never achieved priesthood and that it was all an illusion. Don't ask. Doesn't make sense. And then he's like, I'm a sin. And then after that, like all the fucking like religious stuff goes away. So. (laughs) Okay. But also in the comics, he was never super religious to begin with. He was like a little bit, but it was like the TV show that made him fucking like crazy religious. Really? And then the movies. Well, the
0: movies are based on the TV show. So that tracks.
1: Right uh nightcrawler then meets his half brothers abyss and kiwi black and they work together to defeat their father azazel who had escaped his prison when the first mutant appears after the no more mutants day known as m day cyclops sends kurt to it and a team to go find the former alkaloids and get information on the current marauders blindfold predicts that kurt would be mortally wounded and she was right because scalp hunter shoots nightcrawler but he is saved by Pixie, who teleports all of them to Mirror Island, and he like heals, and then just still fights in the last battle anyway. So thanks for the heads up, blindfold. <laughs> After Kitty's apparent death, Kurt, Logan, and Colossus go around the world mourning their loss and getting drunk at bars. I wish this was a joke, but that's like legitimately a thing that happens, and right. also a thing that happens. And there's that Logan keeps on. Talking with Kurt's image inducer And he's like turns yeah. him into Angelina Jolie
0: I read about this Too because I was looking up Nightcrawler stuff And I was like wow I must okay, have missed you know, that it's
1: like, we, uh, You know what this is Logan and Kurt's weird kink again I know. And Kurt's like who do you want me to Be today Logan And, and he's like it's like, be Angelina Jolie But then imagine Angelina Jolie like Coming up to you all sexually like, but then it's like Kurt being like hello Logan Want
0: some tea
1: <laughs> uh, And then during a bar fight the Russian government kind of them and is like demanding to know why their mutants are depowered and then for some reason they have to fight Omega Red and they're like fuck this we're going to San Francisco to join the X-Men at some point Nightcrawler misses Kitty so bad that he makes the danger room create an image of her so he can cry to her and apologize for not saving her the hologram like also is like you've been forgiven but like whatever and then he's like I have no place with the X-Men because Pixie is our new teleporter so he kind of res- I think he returns to Germany where he like goes through this whole like soul finding thing and he like saves a cursed boy from a demon and fights mephisto and then has like fucks a girl and then he decides that it's time to return to the x-men um, <laughs>
0: like you do when you go yeah overseas. it's like honestly
1: all that kind of sounds like a logan story but whatever during all the crazy shit where iliana goes evil again and like tricks his pixie into like selling her soul her, which is like a huge plot point uh it's, I'm not getting into any of it. Pixie at some point uses a soul dagger to like stop Kurt to remove the soul sword I think from him. I don't remember. I think that's kind of how it goes down. And after all of that crazy shit, Kurt consoles magic when magic is like, I made it. I did the wrong thing. I'm sorry for going evil. And Kurt's like, there's evil in all of this. It's okay. Come join us in the X-Men. And she's like, okay. Um, well, You're instantly forgiven. And then Kurt discovers that about the X-Force team that Cyclops had assigned Logan to run, which is the one that was just going around killing their enemies, and Kurt teleports over there to, like, have an argument with him, but there's, like, this whole battle with Bastion going on, and Kurt goes to, like, stop something or save, I think, save hope, and Kurt, when he teleports, Bastion moves his arm forward, and he appears, like, like, where he was gonna appear is where Bastion's arm ended up being, so he, like, just kind of molds to him and then starts to just immediately die and like he turns to Hope and he's like I had help he's like like, I believed in you and then he dies and everyone's like there's a huge fucking funeral and everyone's like Nightcrawler's definitely gonna be dead forever than comic (laughs) books and I was like how many years are we giving this Um, (laughs) less than Jean Grey turns out but during his afterlife time, he would still like contact Logan from the other world to help Logan deal with demons and his inner demons. And like I, why not? They're gay. Um, <laughs> and then Kurt's like up in heaven, like chilling with Puff, Professor Xavier, who also got to go to fucking heaven, which is fucking nope. gross. No, nope. and Azazel attacks them there because he wants to break it to heaven. And Kurt summons all the bans to defend the gates. And he's like, the only way I can keep Azazel out is if I teleport him and out him and I out. But And Xavier's like, if you do that, you'll never like be able to come back to heaven again. And Kurt's like, it's worth it to save heaven. And it's like, I I don't, I don't care about any of this. And so he removes them. He removes Azazel by bringing him to the real world. And then Logan goes around trying to find him. And then Logan finds him and cries in his arms, like I missed you so much. And like, (laughs) I know. Uh, Then Kurt like comes back and they have a welcome back party and it's fucking weird. And then Kurt's like taking a teaching job at the Jean Grey School of Higher Learning. And he rekindles his relationship with Amanda again. And then there's like this whole thing where Marjali comes back and tricks them because she wants to like break into heaven also or some stupid shit and they have to defeat her. I don't know. That story was really fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, during his time teaching at the school, he has a bond with Scorpio Boy, Scorpion Boy. And after the Inhumans versus the X-Men, Nyklar joins Kitty Pride's school and pursues his romantic interest in Rachel Summers. And I think currently I mean it's hard to tell what's happened currently because they're like in another fucking universe right now but he was just like one of the X-Men at that point the end yay what'd you think of my story I loved
0: it not Did enough you? gay sex though I
1: mean I could have gone into like all extreme Logan detail shipping.
0: It just all of it you know yeah. what it's time for the section where we do that exact thing the X-Men are Kurt and Logan. End okay. of section. Goodbye. Yeah, I know.
1: Like, what else is there to say? There's it's literally
0: like, no other characters that are game in this episode. But this is a pretty big Logan slash uh, No, ep. no. What?
1: What about? What about? Okay, okay. No. Gambit, oh. Gambit, 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 Gambit. Okay. <laughs> okay, Gambit. I definitely think was trying to fuck Logan in this scenario, and they both got cock blocked by rope because Gambit asked her first, and then like I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that was like the initial issue. And then Gambit basically got knocked out for the entire episode. And meanwhile, Logan like found a new boyfriend who made him angry, but also turned on at the same time and brought him new challenging ideas about himself and like loving himself more
1: i do Um, like this concept that he okay if it was actually a queer coding thing i do like this concept of logan being so uncomfortable with himself being queer but meeting this other dude who is like accepted being queer and like being like hey it's fine it's like i've made peace with it and i'm happy and i'm here to teach other people that it's okay to be queer and logan at the end is like i have found queerness
0: But that isn't what the episode's about.
1: (laughs) No, but I just wrote a better episode, I think.
0: I mean, I think that's almost what it's about because like it is true that Nightcrawler has accepted this part of himself, but it's also kind of like, has he? Because he is still dealing with bigotry against him like everywhere he goes in like a far more visible way than even Wolverine does. So it's kind of like, uh, it doesn't quite... Hold together. I I feel like this episode is almost good, and when we watch it over and over, we just imagine the version of it that is good. And we just imagine the the version where nightcrawler's
1: like on his knees sucking Logan's dick. Yeah, Mm -hmm, I know.
0: mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. He's just sitting on That's definitely
1: happening in this episode. There's like we just didn't see because it was in like the behind the scenes. They didn't have time to animate it.
0: Yeah, but it's in there. That's totally in there. And then it's about both of them accepting themselves and also true love. That's also rogue,
1: rogue is not gay in this because she keeps on hitting on all like all the monks for some yeah, reason and also
0: there's only rogue in this episode there's no other women in it except all the
1: monks are gay too
0: yeah they are all the monks all, are like, gay so jerking. rogue doesn't even need to worry about covering up because they're all gay especially that guy who drops all the plates whoever he is
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite character he's like the banana in lego movie too <laughs>
0: What I haven't even seen Lego <laughs> a Movie too.
1: so I don't even
0: get that. But okay. Anyway, that's who's gay. Do we need to rate the episode? I guess we do. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, I give it three point uh... five out of five X's. Honestly, because it's an entertaining episode and I enjoy it. And like, it's I do, there's it has a lot of problems. It really, really does. But it's really fun to watch. Like these characters are great in it, I, and I, they make me laugh. I don't care for any of the religious shit, uh, but Nightcrawler <laughs> is, is great. That is
0: most of the episode, right? Like, that's most know, of it. I know,
1: but it's not a skip either, it's like, no, you gotta, because it's like, you have to meet Nightcrawler.
0: I know. Um, I guess I'll give it, like, a three. I, I You don't can know. give it a 2.5
1: I, if you want.
0: I was going to, but then I felt bad. I I Don't
1: feel bad for your opinion, fine. Brother it's a 2.5, because okay.
0: I don't, I, I don't know. I really like it but I don't know why because like on paper there's nothing for me to enjoy about the episode and I really couldn't tell you why I even enjoyed I watching it, it as I was taking down my notes being like this makes no sense I don't like these lines why do I like it I think it's a combination of like the Nightcrawler voice actor is really good and charming and like even though his monologues are boring I like him as like a character and the animation sucks but like Nightcrawler gets some pretty okay, cool but, like, fight scenes despite that so like he still looks cool even though the animation is like generally no, pretty I totally bad I
1: agree it's like yeah but I think like some of the absurdity including the animation of that, this is like why it's so entertaining to me because like in previous episodes it could be like bad and it's just fucking bad but this it's like it's not a great story but it's like the absurdity of it is like wildly entertaining still to watch because it's like, what? Logan finding God, this is crazy. And it's like, and like But he, also there's like all these weird Beauty and the Beast references happening in there. I think it's just like all nostalgia for me. So maybe you're definitely. right that it's like a 2.5 overall, over 2.5. But it's out a
0: of 3.5 five. for nostalgia points of like us yeah. watching it over and over yeah. and like having this association of it. And like also when we watch it, we usually just talk over it the entire time. So really all we're enjoying is like all these scenes of nightcrawler and logan talking and they just say whatever we want them to say because like okay, we are paying Gambit attention to this episode. is like
1: fucking hilarious he even is. when he's fucking shit up you know yeah,
0: like the skiing scene is like honestly pretty funny even though it's only there for comedic relief like there's no purpose to it being there but it succeeds at the exact thing that it's supposed to do and like even them fighting at the beginning is pretty funny like the whole episode is like kind of great so whatever anyway that's that do we have any reader mail
1: Uh, We don't have any reader mail this week, but we do have a tweet that I wanted to read out because it was funny. So uh, at one point I did post from the last episode, the YouTube clip of like Storm screaming, I shall meet you at the monorail. (laughs) And somebody responded, the only reason I ever want to visit a Disney theme park is to dramatically shout this for all to hear.
0: We did that. And we did do
1: that. And you know what? Coming out probably after this episode, you can go to my vlog channel, Ryan TV, and you can see us like, I don't know if we actually did it on the thing, but we did go to Disney World so you can see those vlogs. Um, Mm -hmm. But there was a monorail and we did ride it. And every single time we got on the monorail, Katie kept on seeing the monorail song, which is fair, but we kept on being like, to To the the monorail. monorail! Well, actually, you, okay, you said to the monorail, Katie would do the monorail song. I would just go, beep, boop.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did do that a lot. Ryan would just would imitate be like, any beeping sound that he heard anywhere. And for some reason, we're all still friends, even after all of that.
1: Um, I don't know if all the people who were also on the monorail silently sitting there enjoyed me going beep boop. No, I, did, I did do it at that level, you know,
0: that there were a lot of people at Disney World who were not our friends and did not appreciate what we were doing. I did there. not want to be did our friends. Did not want to be around us at all. <laughs> But you know what? It doesn't matter because it's fucking Disney World and we paid to be there and we get to scream about whatever we want. We're adults. Anyway, those vlogs are going to be on Ryan TV, but we also have a Mutant Ages YouTube channel because we're in the plug section now because I said so yeah and that was a good transition i liked it has
1: smooth (laughs) like a butter dish
0: has fun live action videos of us being the x-men but also has like let's plays of us playing x-men games and x-men content and also like clips from this show set to scenes from the animated series it's got all kinds of cool shit so you should definitely check it out and we've also got a twitter at the mutant ages and we're individually on twitter i'm at Mitty myers
1: I'm at Ryan Pagella. You know you're at the right place when it says Mr. Sinister.
0: Woo! Also, we have a Facebook and
1: a Instagram Tumblr. and Tumblr. And but, you know, it's, we're everywhere on social media. But most importantly... We are, we have a Patreon.
0: Yeah, so, okay, we have a Patreon that's specifically for the mutant ages these days. I mean, it's also for Warcraft Valley, which is sort of like X-Men content adjacent, but it's for like all the videos that we do. The let's Plays. we, we're got to pay for those video games somehow and pay for all that production equipment. So we really appreciate if you guys could help support the shows that we make Yep, this is a completely
1: fan supported show so anything you can give us helps us go a long way um and also if you could leave us some reviews on itunes it would help increase our visibility and that would be fantastic or you could leave it on soundcloud or tell your friends telling your friend goes a long way and most importantly email us at the mutant ages at gmail.com we will read your questions on the air
0: yeah and you can like storm Tell us corrections about whatever we got wrong in the episode about any number of things. Or you can just ask us questions. You can about, also like, you can also your favorite chips.
1: Like, yeah, you could do that. You could also email us and ask us to read the email in an X-Men character's voice of your choice.
0: And Ryan will do that because he can do all the voices and I can't, and that'll be great.
1: <laughs> uh you could kind of do Storm and Rogue. You're there.
0: I, I don't I cannot do rogue okay, as well as you, you can
1: do Dark Phoenix, I cannot do that.
0: Okay sure i will read things in a dark phoenix voice but uh, rogue is all you buddy you have been practicing for a lifetime i don't even know
1: what you're talking about sugar
0: (laughs) it's perfect anyway that's all folks thanks for following us and listening to our show and we'll see you next time
1: yeah see you next time and i wish logan would call me but he can't because he's too busy like getting blown by nightcrawler
0: (gasps) (gasps) while reading the bible
1: Pretty oh, kinky stuff. Is definitely the setup for something on pornhub.com. <laughs>